Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hello, scumbags. This is the Scummy Mummies podcast. With your hosts, Ellie Gibson and Helen Thorne. Hello and welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. I'm Ellie Gibson. And I'm Helen Thorne. And who's our guest today, Helen? It's only TV's Lucy Porter, Ellie. Oh, not the comedian, actress, podcaster and woman from Croydon. Yeah. Surely not. (laughs) The very one. The very one. Welcome to the podcast, Lucy. That's everything you need to know That's all you've ever done, in a nutshell. Yes, excellent. Now, we have been trying to get you on the podcast for years. I think we started talking about it, I don't know, back in the 70s. We we said, Lucy, come on the podcast. And you were like, yeah. And now it's happening. I sort of thought I'd already been on it, because, like... (laughs) My agent was like, do you want to do this coming in my podcast? And I was like, no, I've done that. Just because I've spent so much time talking to you over the yes, years. Yes, exactly I right. feel we've already done it. So uh, let's talk about all the things we've never talked about before. That's, exactly, that's, that's great. Exactly. Uh, how much sex are you having at the moment? No, let's not start there. <laughs> no, it's too much. Well, I can tell you because my husband is not in Edinburgh where right. I currently am. Yes. Mm. So I'm not Loads, having... so loads then. <laughs> Absolutely. rife on it all night. Yeah. Excellent, good for you. Yeah. Um, just to set the scene, listener, if you can hear a, a, rust, a rushing noise uh-huh. in the background, um, where, where are we, Helen? We're in a lovely flat in Edinburgh, uh, just the two of us. No, it's not just the two of us, it's, we're sharing it with your father. We are, yeah. we are. So my father, my 75-year-old father, who is our roadie, is here. Yeah. Um, he didn't get out of bed, it's now 12 o'clock, he didn't get out of bed till 11 o'clock. Um, and then you came at half eleven, Lucy. Mm-hmm. And at which point my father came in and said, "Oh, you mind if I make some black pudding and bacon?" And we Morning, were just like, "Don't, don't! It's not about you." Uh, and now he's running a tap very loudly, which is distracting. No, that's that's, uh, that's, 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 that's the, the bacon. That's the bacon. Is it the bacon. Oh, yeah. The bacon. Oh, okay. I'm not getting the smell yet. I was looking no. forward to that. No, he's just, so just anyway, fat. listeners, apologies in advance if there's any interruptions um, or if we're a bit distracted. It's because you know. Oh look, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. He hates attention. Yes, he hates, he that's hates fine. Being recorded. He hates, fine. So sorry, Lucy. It's very embarrassing. It's very embarrassing. <laughs> anyway, welcome, welcome. So, how, how have you been enjoying the Edinburgh Festival? Mm, I've been having such a wonderful time. Is that true? Uh, <laughs> that sounded desperate, didn't it? <laughs> I've just seen too much musical theatre. No, it's been really nice actually. I've been mm. here. 
Uh, so we speak uh, mid-August and I came up full of hopes and dreams on the 1st of August. And now I'm a broken husk of a woman oh, heading back oh. to uh, to my home in London. Uh, but no, I've had a brilliant time. I've seen loads of great shows, which I can tell you about. Oh, the bacon's kicked oh, up. Oh, it's really much. kicked up. That's lovely ambiance. <laughs> Thank you, Jim. Oh, and I'm getting the smell. Oh, black pudding. I'm Excellent. getting that smell. Mm. Oh, okay. Ooh, that's meaty. like wet dog. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, what were we talking about? Yeah, anyway, yeah, good. Yeah. It's all good. And um, I have uh, got so fit up here, which I always do because I forget how hilly it is. Mm. And I've been running... I've got um, an Apple Watch. don't like to brag, but my sister gave it to me. And uh, my Apple Watch is thinks I'm having this amazing uh, kind of fitness holiday. Excellent. Because I wake up every morning and it says, you've already completed your rings for the day. And it's because <laughs> I've been dashing between bars with a pint in one hand and a kebab in the other. Yeah. And then yeah. weaving home tipsily. So I'm smashing all my exercise rings before I've even... And then I wake up the next morning feeling absolutely shocking. But my my mm. uh, my Apple Watch is telling me that I am a paragon of fitness and virtue. So you're peaking. Right. You're at peak fitness. Uh, you're like a, you're at like a boot camp. That's what I like. So <laughs> I woke up this morning and done like 5,000 steps. I thought... Mm, yes, I was also smoking cigarettes, and, and we had a kebab at about 1am, didn't we? we had, yeah, I had fish and chips, it's very nice. Our mm. flat is next to a fish and chip shop that's open till 3am and does a deep-fried Mars bar for mm. £4.50, which I feel is a little overpriced, but all the same. Café you know. picante, give them the... Si, uh, si, café picante, si. <laughs> There's which also another nice chippy down the road. It's, it's, um, you're living on Broughton Street, shall I just tell everyone you're actually... Yeah, yes, I, if you and call then them everyone the can come we'll be, yeah. we'll be gone by the time this goes out, so it's fine. Yeah. Burglars, we don't care. Yeah. Yeah. It's not even our flat. <laughs> uh, so what is your Edinburgh show about this year? Well, it's about my midlife crisis, guys. Obviously, Ooh. you are young spring chickens who haven't got there yet. But mm. uh, I uh, I found this study that said uh, happiness dips from the age of 21. It follows a sort of curve where you your happiness dips and dips and dips and dips and dips. And, dips and it reaches its nadir at... The age, between the ages of 45 and 54 and I'm 49 really? yeah oh shit but then it picks up again this is the good news right so by the time you're in your mid 60s when, basically when your children again. have left home <laughs> exactly yeah. and, and your husband no longer... is dead yeah, yeah. yeah. good yeah then you're, happy. then you're happy again obviously you know your dad must be ecstatic that's why he's such a cheerful chap so yeah so so why is that is that hormonal is that just with your life circumstances or what causes well, that well nobody really knows so I thought well why not explore it in a show so I've yeah. got lots of stuff about how I mean and it is everything you said it's basically the fact that you're you, you know you're normally in the middle of a marriage that you've been in for too long and it's going to go on for a bit longer um and uh you know i sort of marriage is waking up every day and seeing the face of the person you love aging in front of you it's like the scene at the end of raiders of the lost ark where the nazi's faces melt but in slow motion <laughs> that's my that's my little uh, description <laughs> of marriage in in my show uh and yeah and work and kids and elderly parents and oh well, elderly parents is probably the worst thing about being <laughs> Our age, Lucy. I agree. The it's a fucking Illy. ball and chain. Oh, they call Jesus. us the sandwich generation, and in your case, it's a black pudding sandwich. Oh, in my case, it's very, very dry, old, stale bread. <laughs> very unpleasant. <laughs> Probably the crusts, the end yeah. crusts. Can I have a joke? No, no, it's not your time. It's yeah, it's not nice like time old white men had a voice, Dad, is it? 
anyway, sorry, Lucy. I'm so sorry. He'll probably win the Edinburgh Comedy oh, Award now. Being That's heckled on our own for. podcast. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I think there's some kind of freedom in your forties. I, I mean, obviously, I'm having a lovely time. Don't like to go on about it. But, but, but I think there's a there's a freedom in getting older and not giving a fuck. And, oh, yeah. and, and 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 obviously, your friendships solidify as well as other things solidifying and things dropping off. But yeah. there is things a, going lumpy. Yeah. In yes. my case. Oh yeah. yes. Would you like to mention you're not cancer? Well, just have. I've got cancer everyone you're welcome uh, <laughs> no I had a lump in my uh, bo- again this is one of the great things about being in your mid 40s uh, you get lumpy boobs apparently I didn't know that's pretty standard and oh. um, not just obviously the obvious because you just think well I did cancery lumps I found a lump I thought well that's obviously cancer probably got about six months yeah. we've all seen beaches and yes. um, went to the uh, went to the hospital went to the doctor got referred to the hospital very quickly uh, saved the NHS all that um, and it turns out it's just a cyst uh, almost like so it's just a lump and they drained it which was one of the most erotic things that's ever happened to me let me tell you did, you, did they let you keep the, uh, the drain the no drain. they did let me see it like mm. I, I did see the uh, what can only be described as pus Lucy going yeah. into the little syringe uh, I found it very very it was exciting mm. and the, the radiologist was like yeah it's quite satisfying actually I was like yeah I bet it is I bet it is um, but apparently that happens all the time that people get these cysts yes and uh, I've got, apparently I've got loads in the other tit she's like oh we're, this, it's not worth draining all those and you'd I was have like, no oh. boob left Ellie <laughs> no, it would just be like one would just be like a sort of crumpet stuck yeah. on on my chest if we did that. So uh, yeah, but she did say I've got very dense young breasts. So Ooh. that's good news, isn't it? That's Put that on your the poster. Absolutely. Dense young breasts, five stars. But anyway, but yes, it's that's, true it's that there are like that, all those it? things. Well, so I talk about my um, gallbladder at quite some length. Oh, that's a lovely show. thing. That's a nice thing to have. Have you have you had to pass any stones? Yeah, but. I haven't had it out and I'm debating maybe. I'm so aroused right now <laughs> can we talk more about things let's talk more about pus and stones oh yes oh, pus and stones mm. where is your gallbladder I don't actually know what is it well it's it's between isn't it your liver and your I don't know your bile duct I don't something know. lower down in your abdomen yeah somewhere mm. no, my liver's probably have... quite large so it occupies the top half of my body anyway but um, <laughs> yeah. cholecystitis yeah. is uh, is what oh. the doctor said it was called and I Anything with cystitis in it, I'm like, oh, that's bad. Yeah, that's that's ouchy. Nobody's favourite. Um, yeah. So mm. yeah, so it's a deeply depressing show that I'm doing, as you can tell. It's all, but it is the good. No, it, you're absolutely mm. right, of course, Helen. That the um, the upsides, and we do we end on a joyful note, and it is all about my mates that I've known since I was 11 from Croydon, and uh, you know how we're still there for each other. And also, there's. Do you remember that poem? Warning by Jenny Joseph. It's the one that goes, "When I'm an old woman, I shall wear purple with a red mm. hat." Doesn't going. So we sort of talk a bit about that in the in the show and how that's like for men. A midlife crisis is running off with a 23 year old Brazilian underwear model and getting a sports car. Yeah. And for women, it's getting a new hat, <laughs> which is sort of initially you think mm. that's quite depressing. Yeah. But actually, I think we do cope. I think women, because of our friends and stuff, and because we can talk about the fact that we've all got lumpy boobs and terrible, mm. you know, leaking things and falling yeah. off things, um, I think we actually do cope with it a bit better. We don't tend to sort of go as mad. I mean, full disclosure, uh, as part of my midlife crisis, <laughs> I did buy a sports car. Hey! <laughs> but uh, it was, uh, like, secondhand, it's like 20 years old, so it was it was not that much more than a, than a hat. A or a boob job. Or <laughs> a, yes. yes, exactly. You could have gone to Bulgaria and got a new fanny, but you yeah. got a Porsche. Yeah, yeah. I, I did. Fanny? Can you get a new fanny? Yeah, you can, yeah. apparently can. You can have what's it? It's not vaginal plasty, right? Not right. That's, that's your nose. nose. What's that's have a nose put in your vagina. That would be awful. <laughs> Who'd want to smell that? In, in that area that you <laughs> want to smell. Oh well, you, know. you always need another hole. Um, yeah. 
Uh, no, I, yeah, you can get a new a new fanny. You can make it younger yeah. and, t- and. Why would you do that when you could get a car? You can take a car to the garden centre. You can't take it. <laughs> Your lady well, garden. You can't get that out in the cafe at the uh, no. Squires, can you? No, you can't <laughs> drive past the school with that. <laughs> I can't find the salt and pepper. Uh, never mind. I haven't got the salt and pepper. Fuck off. It's oh. a rented flat. You don't get salt and pepper. No, no you do not. Sake. No. Where's he think he is? You, you get eighteen cushions, but you get yeah. no yeah, condiments. No. <laughs> I turned up at one one year where we had three types of cheese grater but no corkscrew and I was like what what life do these people live <laughs> grating cheese but not drinking wine were they mice what are they doing uh, very strange your, um, I'm interested in your car though what uh, make of car is it it's a Porsche Boxster oh, uh, yes. which I've been told is a woman's car <laughs> as if that's a bad thing so that's nice what colour uh, it's it's navy blue Ooh. and it's got a, it's got a, a, a pullback top pull back oh, top yes. I can't even I can't remember the name I shouldn't be allowed this car really no top down whatever uh, top it is down. Yeah. and inside the insides it was it was um I bought it from my friend Peter who's 75 so he's looked after it beautifully wow. and the insides are butterscotch coloured oh, leather gosh, oh and I get in it Lucy I put some Fleetwood Mac in the compact disc player <laughs> I put my driving gloves on and I become Ellen Partridge that's, that's what I do and I know, bloody I'm, love it I'm thinking it's the chain you know what I mean rather yeah. than uh, rather yeah. than more one of the floatier ones yeah you like, you like a sports car don't you I love a sports car so yeah. I recently um, and listen to me boast I was recently on Celebrity Antiques Road Trip oh <laughs> Yes, please, indeed. Oh, One my of the goodness me. Day. Well, it was a couple of days. Me and my friend Jenny Ryan off The Chase, who I do a podcast oh, with. Oh, yeah. Um, we we were a last-minute booking because uh, somebody had dropped out due to a tabloid scandal. So we got this call saying... Not Ryan Giggs it, or Griggs or whatever his name is. It was... Um, I, I no, might no, tell you later. I'll OK, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell us off, Mike. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so anyway, so they said, do you want to come to Wales and drive around? And it was like the hottest day of 2021. Mm-hmm. 2021. And, um, yeah, we drove around Wales having an amazing time in... First of all the car I'd always dreamt of driving which was a 1960s Volvo oh. and I had said to them if you if you possibly can this is the car I've always wanted they got me a 1960s Volvo and I broke it within the <gasps> first half hour <laughs> I broke what the did you part. do well basically it, it was a really heavy car and they we were starting off at the bottom of a very big hill and um I haven't used choke for a while Right. So I had to try and work out how to use the choke. Anyway, I somehow oh, like mate. it was the the fuel pump went, and I think it was because I was just too heavy on it because I was trying to get it up this hill while sort of anyway it, awful. But the upside of it was then they gave me this sort of nineteen nineties Mercedes convertible. Oh dear. How lovely. It was the just the most, and it was automatic, and oh. it was just and I mean I think they looked and they they went. went and this one's for you. Yes. Yeah. This is the idiot car that we get. This is basically... It didn't even turn yeah. on. They just put it on planks and, like, on rollers. And there was another car in front. They just towed you around. She had a green screen behind her. Yeah. A she wind machine. Know. It'll be fine. She's, she's in her mid, mid-40s. She that's won't fine. know. Yeah. It's fine. But, yeah, yeah that's my... If, if I decide to get my midlife crisis car, that's what I'm going to yeah. get. Gonna, but it was really... Because I did. I went, oh, God, maybe I could get one. And I looked into it and it was, like, 25 grand or something. Yeah. yeah. That's it, that's it. Yeah, that's, that's my, my car was much, much less. Than yes. that. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You'd have to really, but you'd be having a serious midlife crisis to spend twenty five yeah. grand on the car. I think. So how how else has your midlife crisis manifested? Uh, well, I've taken up running. Oh yeah, classic oh, yeah. the exercise all, thing yeah. with, and you know we can't not talk about it, can we? That's what I always find is like, you know, everyone's on Facebook 
posting their how many k they've run this oh, yeah. week and it's yeah. and you know young people don't do that they just bloody get on with it i i wonder what that's about i mean obviously you know because i used to and, and I'm, this is not me critiquing anyone I used, to, I used to run as well my knees fuck now so i can't do it um but uh we did the marathon last year didn't we yeah you're doing it again uh-huh. but i think it's about i think it's about showing off obviously and, and, and that's fine that's what facebook is for but also i think it's about sometimes running can feel really pointless yes like yes. you feel like yes. obviously it isn't because you're getting healthier but running when you, especially when you're running very long distances mm. like sometimes you'd be like what's the what's the point so maybe it's about going look this isn't futile look everyone look yeah, i've achieved something yeah i think it's right to seek affirmation yeah. actually i do think you know it's it's a difficult one as well though isn't it because you sort of um like I, I sort of think when people are running marathons or climbing mountains and stuff, I'm like, that's great. But sometimes my friends do ask me to sponsor them for fun runs, and I'm like, no, it's got the word fun in it. I'm not you know, <laughs> no, twenty quid for that. No. That's, uh... Come back to me when you've run an extra twenty miles. <laughs> that, that, then I'll give you some cash. Yeah. yeah. I got asked to sponsor someone once because they were not going to drink alcohol for a month, oh, and I was yeah. like, I'm not going to pay you money for not doing something i was yeah. like well I tell you what i'm not gonna go windsurfing in december can i have 50 pounds like what what are you talking about it's it's not yeah no i mean it's that that sort of sponsorship culture is kind of quite weird isn't it it's like yeah if you're gonna get i don't know trapped in a lift with an angry gibbon for five minutes then that's interesting and I yeah would, yeah kind of, i would but yeah so um, yeah so so running yes uh, yeah that's another uh, another thing that i've taken up um trees have you done, have you done any woo woo are you into any meditation have you got crystals no i mean i i've always been quite a skeptic yeah and um although i did um so uh I was on EastEnders earlier this year. Look, look at oh, me. Antiques I, road trip. Oh, here we 15 go. minutes. 15 minutes. <laughs> what did you have in the sweepstakes? <laughs> How long she would it take She was on her? EastEnders. Tell us everything about it. You knew I was going to mention it. Were you an EastEnders fan? the most fan? exciting thing. Well, so this is how it relates to the woo, is that my mum was a massive EastEnders fan. And uh, I used to watch it with her. And then after she died, I'd sort of stopped watching it. Um, but her name was Rita... And my agent said, oh, they want you to play a part in EastEnders. The character's name is Rita. <gasps> and I was like, it's a sign from beyond the grave. <laughs> and um, I think I am a little bit more kind of, um, I don't know, ghosts and things. I suppose I, maybe I'm a bit more broad-minded about all of that just because mm. I think, oh, do you know what? Anything's possible, isn't it? Look at the look at the shit show that the world is at the moment. Who knows what's possible? Yes, be open to it, Lucy. Be open uh, to it. Know, See know. a white feather. You know, all the things. <laughs> it's a white feather. Anyway, um... <laughs> Ah, oh, it's a sign. It's a sign that there's a fucking bird around somewhere. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's a sign of, people. Come on. It's a sign that birds exist. Oh, I know, we're actually thinking about it. Rita is a really fairly common name. That's and, a very East uh, End name, but it's great. But was it, was it everything Rita. you wanted? It was. Well, and it did make me a little bit um, excited because I think, you know, you get to... <clears throat> You're a woman in showbiz in your late 40s, uh, about to turn 50 next year. And, that you know, television isn't exactly knocking down my door. Do you know what I mean? Mm. My agent does make me laugh because she's like, well, there's no way we're... We're not going to get on telly now, Lucy. Uh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that, that's over. And um, so, so I was like, no, you see, the soaps. The soaps is where middle-aged women live. And that's mm-hmm. fine. And call the midwife, yeah. Yes, yes. I could be a midwife. You very, could. Very, very happy I think to you, be. I think you should go for that one. Or none. Mm. Um, yeah so uh, but it was amazing it was so much fun having watched EastEnders over the years and then being on set it is like a fever dream where you're inside 
your own imagination and yeah. uh, pulling out the like the washing in the laundrette, which I think is the same washing that's been there since the 1980s. It's kind of very weird. <laughs> so like shell suits. Dust. Yeah. <laughs> Blondie t-shirts. Yeah, sort of. Stussy hat. All yeah. Things, yeah. Stussy hats, God, yeah. What are they called? They're pork pie hats, is that right? Was that what it's called? Or bucket bucket hat. Bucket hat, thank yeah. you. Yeah. It's so funny when you see, look, there were a group of young girls out in Edinburgh the other night and they were wearing, it was like meeting myself from the 90s coming towards That's me because they were wearing little sort of handkerchief tops yeah. and big baggy jeans. Oh my God, like All Saints. Yes, indeed. <laughs> oh and those, God. what were those trousers called? Were they Maharishi or what was the name of the brand of like it was a cargo pants oh yeah and they look tasselly it's excessive yeah, zips yeah, yeah and they cost about a million pounds yes yes you, yeah but you could get a sort of similar version from uh, from top shop yeah the bucket hat thing is funny we went to a, the sausage and cider festival not not to brag but we were we were one of the main acts uh, in Derbyshire. um and we saw um a young man having the best day of his life he was lovely Ellie, put, tell tell the lister is this, so, i can't even i'm, I'm sort of a we gust. were up in this bar that was on a little platform sort of thing so you could see the stage quite well from this little platform and there was this guy he was about 25 yeah. just this dude um, and uh, he was like on his own stood by the railings and we were watching the Take That tribute band who yeah. I think were called Rule the World or something why they weren't called Fake That I don't know we'll take That's obviously this a I don't know yeah. Yeah. those have probably all been taken probably, yeah. probably so probably. many it's probably 40 isn't yeah. it yeah. so anyway he was there. they were very good the band I mean you and I watched it and they go oh they're, they're good yeah. Yeah, if yeah. you like Take That you, you like this I mean Howard looks you know well, nobody's in exactly the right demographic but it's fine it's all fine <laughs> it was a great this bloke who can't have been even alive I don't think when Take That originally emerged was absolutely just living his best life swaying singing arms in the air fingers in the air just everything and living just joy just emitting joy but what really topped it off was he had this bucket hat on on which printed as a pattern all over was the word cunt (laughs) 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 and I just loved it (laughs) it was fucking brilliant I sort of wanted Helen to marry him Mm. Um, I know I was going over to snog him and then his girlfriend turned yeah. up and I was like, oh. You could have sorry. just stolen the cunt hat and yeah, that's yeah. It. Yeah. I want to ask you about uh, a particular fringe show you were in with Christian Slater. Is that right? <gasps> Christian Slater. Christian Slater. Off of Heathers. Off, off of, of Heathers. Heathers. Oh. And Name Christ- of the Rose. And oh all my those God. Things. Oh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Yes. Oh, Not in a huge amount, but still steals the scene every time. Oh, yes, please. still my scene etc oh, yes um, what, what's he like is he a oh, my sexy God. man in real 2004 life 2004 was the year and uh, we, yeah, we were doing One Flow Over the Cuckoo's Nest and it came to Edinburgh and we'd been rehearsing in London and like meeting Christian Slater was for me like massive Heathers fan but it is funny where you meet someone and you think oh my god I'm just going to go complete to pieces and then you see them in real life and you go actually I don't fancy them interesting oh, that's weird um, I mean you know I, 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 it's not like I was well in fact I say it's not like I was having to bat him away it was it was a very sexually charged production and we were all sort of you know nothing really happened but we yeah. were being very sort of flirty and we were all because everyone was dressed as nurses but yeah we had this amazing Amazing time of like I had never really hung out with any well I'd never hung out with anyone properly famous and it's such an it's like if you've got a really pretty friend 
and you kind of go, oh God, the world's like. Obviously, both of you, you mm. know, this is your lives. The, the We're here with is, you right now. The yeah, world yeah. is so much easier. <laughs> like, for I used to have a friend called Faye at university who was a model, and she like she dated Mick Hucknell and everything. I used to get the train sort of down to London from Manchester a lot, and I remember the first time I ever went with her. And it was like people would carry our bags, and like really? I would normally be struggling with my suitcase or my rucksack. Mm. And um, yeah, with a beautiful woman, it was like suddenly men were falling over themselves it's to carry her it? stuff. And, yeah, yeah. And similarly with Christian Slater, like I'd done the Edinburgh Festival a number of times, and you know what it's like. You know, you're sort of trying to get into bars, but you're not famous enough to be let in and you know and it, it was extraordinary we had the time of our lives because every hotel restaurant pub in edinburgh wanted him in their bar mm. and so i mean he'd he'd just been to rehab but i don't it hadn't really taken <laughs> okay and, yeah, um, yeah 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 so we i think he'd be fine with me saying that now because he is now yeah. clean and sober and his yeah. life is great and he's you know married and very happy but um but yeah we had the most extraordinarily louche <laughs> Uh, debaucherous debauched it was Excellent. amazing so yeah. yeah I would highly recommend if you can be in a play because then we went into the West End and it was the same in London because at that time not many Hollywood actors had come over to do stuff yet so mm. so yeah it was just it was like being with the most sort of incredible person on the planet that everybody like Jesus parting the seas it like, was it's like oh and here he comes oh, and yes, people were come through. just yeah. so excited and even you know other famous people were like really excited about meeting and it was the time when do you remember abby titmus oh yes mm. yes she, she was um very much in the in the news and she like we hung out with her for a night and stuff and it just yeah really weird random people would come and see so it, when we were in the west end like um, burt reynolds came to see <laughs> oh my god play. <laughs> so you'd meet all these really strange random sort of hollywood people um and yeah, it was just it was it was a wild ride. Mm. Mm. But how, how so? How many years have you done the comedy now? Oh my gosh! It's well. So this is my twentieth anniversary of doing Edinburgh. Yeah. So I did my first show here in two thousand two. So and I was a few years before that I'd started doing little bits and bobs. So yeah, mm. so it's definitely more than twenty years. Mm. Probably slightly less than thirty. Do you still get a thrill when you when you go out on stage? Or is it just like yeah, it's just like going I to do. the factory or sitting at the checkout? Yeah. <laughs> 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 just boop there's a yeah. joke yeah <laughs> um yeah it's i don't get as nervous as i used to which is really nice again it's the not giving a shit thing isn't mm. it of like yeah. actually if it goes well that's a bonus but mm. to be honest i mean yeah you know, no like, one's gonna die no one's gonna die and especially after lockdown and the pandemic and everything i think you know i've got a very realistic sense of how important my job is in the great scheme of things and that's Mm. absolutely fine but I do really enjoy it though and the thing I love is like the week before Edinburgh kind of getting the show together and being a bit and then you do get a bit nervous like oh I don't know if this is going to work um, and then the first couple of days of the Edinburgh Festival are horrible because it's like, oh my God, I've got to get the show in shape and it always feels like it's not going to come together and then it's, and then it's lovely and mm. I, I, that's why I do keep coming and I worry that I look like a bit of a sad old twat that, you know, all the young comedians are going, God, isn't it tragic? She's still coming after 20 <laughs> years. Oh, I hope my, because I, I, I think when I was their age, I would have thought, God, if I'm not 
you know a massive star and you know in Hollywood or doing something mm. then you know oh, I wouldn't I'd hate to still be doing this but actually I really really enjoy it I really love the festival and I love seeing other shows but I do really like my little hour on stage and it is like actually as a middle-aged woman you do think that that you know the whole cliche about you become invisible and anything you can do to kind of go, look, yeah, no, actually, I'm going to make people I'll look at me. keep turning up. I'll make keep people... showing up. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah absolutely. And, and do you feel a pressure to talk about stuff that has broader appeal for everyone? Or are you just like, no, no I'm going to talk about middle-aged women's shit because that's yep. my shit. That's, that's what I'm doing. I'm, and yeah. I do, at the beginning of this show, say, young people, I'm glad you've come, but there is nothing in this for you whatsoever. Mm. <laughs> No, I've got a five-minute bit about loom bands. You're gonna fuck it <laughs> yeah. up. Uh, Let me TikTok for you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How do you write your stuff then? Is it? Do you just sit down and go right? Here's. No, it's the worst. I mean, I don't ever sit down. And in fact, I have freed myself from the shackles of the computer now. I don't actually type anything. Even. Mm. I just um, just say it and I record it and I wander about. What, so do you just go for walks and stuff? Yeah, or yeah like, I just go for a nice walk. And really? Just, just talk to yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. About middle-aged shit? Yeah, and I just go, oh, what am I going to talk about? Let's write our next Edinburgh show while we're doing Nepal. I think that would be really... Yeah. The rest of the people on our trek will really enjoy that. Let's do it yeah. on the way to every space camp, yeah. We'll come back going, oh, tell you what, I saw this yak the other day. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> and you know what yaks yeah. are like, yeah, guys. Yeah, you know what they're like. <laughs> come on. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. yak, yak, yak. You know when you're, you're stepping over a corpse at the foot of Everest? <laughs> oh, yeah. God, so funny. So so funny. Very relatable. <laughs> you know when you're drinking your own piss, guys, right? Yeah. No, bear, yeah. Mate. Yeah. Um, hey, I know you do, Bear. Hey, hey. Uh, it was... I did I had a whole section about Bear Grylls in last year's show. You just never know, do you, what's going to... Also, I think when you start writing a show, I don't know how you... If, if it's the same for you, but the change of what you think the show is going to be to what it actually becomes is, like, Mm. You know, I thought this, my Edinburgh show this year, I thought it was going to be all about having ADHD and, um, I don't know, yeah, sort of my mental health. And it's not ended up being that at all. Mm. It's been a show all about midlife crisis and, you know, and it's it's not a world apart, but it's definitely not the show that I thought it would be. And that's, what again, what I like about stand-up is that you you can change it as you go along as well. And if you change your mind about something or if you sort of, you know, no, nothing is set in stone. It's all sort of ephemeral, and it can you can just sort of go, no, that that didn't work, and get rid of it, and and it doesn't exist anymore. Whereas I think if I wrote a book, and I would like to, and this is one of the problems I have is that I can never sort of finish any project, and I've started about fifteen books and never finished one. But I do wonder if part of that is that I worry that if it was written down and it's that, do you know what I mean? Like, mm. I mean, or you get. Yeah, would you look at back at your book, book and go, "Ooh, I would have changed anything"? Or? Yeah, yeah. I think I think what was really good, like, so I got asked to write the book, and they said, "We'll write about your first year of um, separation," and, and in a way that was good because it was a structure, so there was no rules. But essentially, they wanted to know, uh, you know, what happened, you know, how sad you got, and then a nice happy ending where you there's a bit of resolution. But um, yeah, I think I found. Um, I thought I was going to be positive about the whole thing, but when I worked with an editor, they're like, "No, you've got to have some darkness in there. You've got to, you've got to actually own how fucking sad you were, or own how angry you were." And so that was really good. Mm-hmm. But I know what you mean because you've got to, to get a book deal. You've got to write a synopsis, and then and that's what you've got to deliver. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's 
the better thing about having a stand-up show. You're like, well, this is mine. This is, I can do whatever the yes. fuck I like. So I, I did want to mention that one of the, I think the first time we met you, we did your gig, which was called, was it Crying With Laughter? Screaming With Laughter. That's right. And yes. so, and, and, and it's so funny because, it, you know, we were sort of in that zone and that's how we started being that kind of disheveled. Just early... had a baby and yeah. not knowing how to be. and yeah. yeah. And our comedy was very much focused on nappy changes and toddlers and all that sort of stuff. And I just remember when we did your gig you just saw these very fragile new mothers and we were going oh god just feed the fish fingers and they looked slightly horrified about like that that transition from like precious first first baby to like oh fuck it you know yeah, give them haribo yeah, for lunch yeah. sort of thing and because you don't you don't do you no longer do those the baby gigs or anything no like, i just think once you're through it, i mean and i love the fact that there is stuff for new parents and but they're very welcome to it i had a two-year-old in my gig last night and uh, i was like oh i remember that you know because a, a couple of the audience i could see were a bit like oh god why have they brought a two-year-old to a gig but i was sort of i was like no i remember you just are desperate to do stuff aren't mm. you yeah and, to feel normal again yeah to have a bit of normality and you're not just CBeebies and you know yeah. mashed banana but yeah and now I don't know what's on CBeebies I get that awful thing where people will say oh yeah oh, it's you Mr know. fucking Tumble surely on oh, every Tumble's show Tumble's an evergreen yeah, he performer is, he's, yeah. Absolute, yeah. he's like the new brother. Chuckle Brothers isn't he where they'll just they will never retire they will never be no and they've no. just always been there I'm pretty sure mm. he entertained Queen Victoria's children back <laughs> in the time <laughs> he's just he's a legend <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. <laughs> so yes what is it time for the scummy mummy confessions absolutely is Ellie. excellent so we like to ask all our guests lucy for a story of what well, it could be parenting failure or it could just be general personal humiliation or mm. something embarrassing i'm trying to think if i've got one I'm trying to like personal embarrassment a little bit better like for example um when i took my daughter to baby swimming uh, which is the most pointless thing, by the way. Horrible, if any of your parents are listening, do not bother with any of that crap. Like Just put them in the fucking bath and sing them Baba Black Sheep. Yeah, it would be absolutely yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. Don't go to a cold municipal pool. And what I had happen was 
um, I put Emily down, and they didn't have any facilities really. No. It was like, oh yeah, they'll take your money to oh, God, yeah. do it, but they won't actually give you anything useful. So there was no like little thing to put them in, like pen to put them in while you get changed. So anyway, so Emily um, crawls out while I am getting changed. Oh crawls out is sort of dashing towards the pool and I'm kind of running out but then my towel oh no and I expose myself to an entire I know I mean I know I like attention I've just said I yeah, 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 yeah. that is not the kind of attention there's attention and there's unintentional streaking yeah, that's yeah, a different yeah, yeah. kind of attention yeah. you'll get I, for that I think my highlight of swimming was um I took my two-year-old son and I don't know, he must have drank about half the pool because when I was getting, we were just, we just toweled off, we're both nude and he pissed into the clean bag of clothes. <gasps> no. But it was oh, <laughs> no. Who wants to put on warm piss? Nobody oh. wants that. And he just stood there. Yeah, so that that yeah, that's a scummy mummy confession of your. But um, yeah, that was awful. I don't, I don't think I have felt so stressed. And like, it would be having the baby and then the toddler, and the toddler would run off, and you're in the noodle breastfeeding, and then the toddler get lost and hide in a locker. (laughs) Awesome! So you think they've been abducted? Um, Can we? Not not mine, sadly, but one of my favourite confessions we had in the show of Mm. all time, a swimming one, was. um, I hope we haven't told this one before, but anyway, it's a good story. So this woman um, was in the pool. And it was the 1980s, right, when you were allowed to like be in the pool with like up to sort of 47 children. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and fine. then if one or two of them drowned, it didn't really matter. No, and you could nobody smoke. sued anyone no, in those days. Fine. It was fine. Yeah. So she was like in the, like with like four or five kids in the pool, and it was just her. And one of the like the six-year-old was like, "Oh, mummy, I really need a wee." So she just went, "Oh, it's all right. Just just do it in the pool." And he was like, "Okay, right, fine." And then she heard this sort of tinkling noise, and she turned round, and he'd climbed out of the pool, <laughs> and he was standing on the edge of the pool, it's just pissing into the into pool, the water. into the pool. Yes, that. which I thought was a lovely story, which I think we then nicked for the show, and I, then I used so. to do it as a bit of stand-up. Yeah. I just thought it was so, it was so brilliant. And that young man turned out to be. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Boris and now Nigel Farage is. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so we've had so many confessions, haven't we, about swimming, especially about centre parks as well. You, listen, you come to a few of our shows, you'll never go near that fucking hot tub again. Oh, oh I know a woman who said she did a dump in a Starbucks cup in a changing room at centre park yeah. time. Yeah. They're low yeah, moments, yeah, people. Yeah. I mean, I don't have any track with centre parks whatsoever. Do you not like it? Oh, I really, really don't. And I know I've just destroyed any chances of a sponsorship deal, but I, I've only been once. In I love it, listener. <laughs> I would happily live there, given the choice. Why know. don't you like it, Lucy? Oh, right, OK. I'm going right, to personally go. Let's insult go. you. Here, All right, come on, let's right, do it. Let's, let's, this, is, this is real talk now. Let's get to the real shit. Talk <laughs> about your fucking comedy career. <laughs> let's get fucking real. It's for people who love admin. It's yes. For people who like, oh, oh I made a spreadsheet. This is what we're doing for the weekend. Yes. Okay. Huh? So we booked the archery, and, we, and so for people like me who are just crap at admin, mm. you know, you turn up, and because also, right, as a single parent, not that I am, but my husband, my husband yeah. wasn't with me, and I took the kids on my own. Everything about Centrebox involves about you need about five adults so you turn up mm. and everybody's turning up at the same time and then you have to leave your car somewhere and then you know take your stuff to it's the it's chalet it's because it's an idyllic paradise oh. you don't need a car in paradise it's a fake place 
plastic version of the outdoors. It's, well, it's, you, why don't you go and live in the woods with bad grills and drink your own piss? I would you rather want real... do that than go somewhere where drink people his piss. shit in drink a his cup. fucking piss. Oh, no. no, no, no <laughs> shit no. in a cup, drink your own piss. I mean, when you put it like that, <laughs> the choice is neither is ideal. No, oh, but no, no but I did not. You a lovely Costa, or no, a Café Rouge oh, with, a, God, with a ball yeah. With a soft play, everybody a soft play in a restaurant, Lucy. That's fucking genius. Uh, That's I'm, genius. I do, I do like the pool. Okay, I'll Here give you go. that. It's Here a good go. pool. Yeah. But you can get the same. You go to the Coral Reef in Bracknell. All right. Yeah. You get the centre parts pool, but you don't have to stay in a horrible cabin and then. And it's not a horrible cabin. It's a Scandinavian woodland lodge. <laughs> what are you talking about? She's everything. drunk. The Kool-Aid. They charge you for everything. <laughs> Welcome to capitalism. You're not going into Sainsbury's and just sweeping things off the shelves into your handbag and then walking out, are you? Yes, they charge you for everything. It's tw- it's 21st century Britain. Mm. But the, the outdoors, they charge you for the outdoors. <laughs> it's like you have to the a den but oh yeah that, that'll cost you a fiver because we'll bring you yeah, the no. logs and yeah. it's like no go out in the proper woods and build a proper den for free it is centre parks it's, it's a holiday for Tories that's what it is mm. <gasps> oh, get <my>. out <laughs> yeah. dad dad <laughs> open the front door <laughs> I stand by it how massive Tories listen say what you like about centre parks but the woman who calls me a Tory <laughs> <laughs> The woman, I'm going to shit in a cup and put it on your head. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to have. Dare you? How dare you? Uh, no, fair enough. I know what you mean about the admin, but I don't do centre parts like that because so, I'm very tight as well. So I'm like, no, I'm not paying for fucking. You're right. I'm not paying for fucking. You get your own fucking sticks yes, to build a den, yes, kids. Yes, We're not yes, doing yes, it. Yes. We don't do it. And I hate, I hate having appointments on holiday. Yeah. Like sometimes we go to with my friend Jessie and she's like, well, why don't we do treetop thingy at 10.15? I'm like, because I might still be in my pyjamas. Yeah. Exactly. Don't give a shit. So I agree with you. Yes. We've reached some common ground. We have. It's not like we'll a lever and a remainer finally, you know. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying well out of it. Yeah. You, you, you have. And I agree, the pool is excellent. The pool so, is excellent. Yeah. Although, um, yeah, it is, as I say, it's pretty, it's probably filthy, isn't it? I, I think if you think about anything that other people use, and if the pandemic has taught us anything, it's that there were loads of people who didn't apparently wash their hands. Oh. And then suddenly yeah. it was like, oh, people are buying soap. It's like, yeah, do they? Do you not normally use it's soap? Apparently one in five people don't wash their hands after going to the toilet. And I was like, that's disgusting. Yeah, so yeah. never think about what no. other people are doing. And, you know, you just have to yeah. keep your head down. Well, no, don't keep your head down in mm. the centre box pool. Keep it up, keep it above the water. Yeah, don't drink it. Yeah. And yeah. you'll be fine. But, mm. uh, yeah. I did. There was a story, I think I, I did, I shared it on Twitter. There was a story in the Daily Mirror the other day about a woman who'd gone to centre parks and she complained that the patio outside her Scandinavian woodland lodge um, was covered in duck shit because, you know, there are ducks. And there was a picture of it, and there was, like, a little bit of duck shit, but yeah. it was not... it's kind of charming that there's ducks You everywhere. love duck yeah, shit. Yeah. Who yeah. doesn't like a bit of duck shit? Yeah, you know? mind. You're it's in the like, woods. You're in the like human woods. shit. It's not it's fake shit. Yeah. It's actually real. That, that's, yeah, that's one real. of the things that's real at Centre Park. Build a den out of that, kids. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and she right. complained to Centre Parks, and they said they would come and jet wash it, and then they didn't, so she complained again, so they sent some people around with some bleach, <laughs> some, some Scandinavian bleach. Spread it in her face. Yeah. And then she complained because, obviously, it's not good for children to be, I don't know, inhaling bleach she sounds awesome and I just thought you've signed up for a holiday which basically revolves around swimming in human piss like that's what (laughs) centre parks is (laughs) 
I, that's why it's so fucking warm in there. Never yeah, mind yeah. subtropical yeah, paradise. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> why the water is so warm. Yeah. That's and you're complaining about duck shit on your patio. I mean, really. Yeah. But. People are too clean as well. That's the other. You know, people need to be exactly as clean as me. That's. The, <laughs> yeah. I always find that with other parents. I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, you need to be just as clean as me because that side of the line, disgusting slobs. That side of the line, clean freaks. Do you know? You probably probably t- making your children's immune systems. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Doing the best. Microbiome's really going to suffer yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, actually so a bad parent just yeah. my level of cleanliness and that's it so yeah, that's yeah, lovely yeah, yeah. another friend of mine said to me who also doesn't like it and i'm aware many people don't she said oh but it's like having a holiday at terminal five and i was like and what's is wrong with that i love terminal yeah, five yeah, yeah, yeah. a very strong branch of bella pasta what's what's not to like actually i would i would holiday in terminal five yeah. three wh smith yeah, yeah. Toilets are very clean. I tell you where I'd holiday is uh, Liverpool John Lennon Airport. Oh right, oh, been that there. is that would be like a boutique hotel. So mm. that would be that's a, that's one of my absolute favourite airports. So if I can go on holiday to an airport, that's the one I'm going to choose, please. Excellent. Well, I look forward to that airport also being renamed after someone who's not a misogynist and a bit racist. That'll be. <laughs> Why it's not called Silla Black Airport already, I just don't know. You can oh. fly from John Lennon to George Best, so you can go to a wife beater, <laughs> a wife beating alcoholic. Excellent. And then perhaps why not long haul JFK? <laughs> Just doing oh my god, that's our Channel Five show. <laughs> yes, just touring all the airports. Terrible, yes. terrible men. I think there's one in Uganda called Idi Amin Airport or yeah. something. Yeah, that will be Oh, excellent. <laughs> well, Lucy, do you want to? What do you want to plug your podcast, your show, your tour? What's going on oh, in I'm Lucy Porter Town? I'm just around, and I just want people to adore whatever I do. <laughs> Please buy tickets to her 2023. Just keep Googling me. Yeah, just, and you're on tour in 2023. I am, but very much like you, yeah. I'm only going places I can either drive back from or stay at a Premier Inn. Yeah, I, I, I had a look at your tour schedule and I'm like, yeah, she's doing the Junction, Cambridge. It's very pleasant. Yes. It's a very pleasant theatre. So oh, we'll be going one. to Elvedon Village, Woburn. <laughs> <laughs> the one in Ireland. The Lake District one. The French ones. The French ones are and very apparently good. Apparently the, the continental ones, people say, are very good. I, so I went to a I've Dutch one. I've been to the French yeah, one yeah. and if I've been to the Dutch one no you went to the Dutch one I went one. to the Dutch one I really we just have it. shared memories now we're, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. we're yeah, like robots yeah. who have the same hard drive <laughs> two bodies one brain yes <laughs> yes I went to one outside Paris Village Nature very nice mm. did you go to Paris no fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> fuck off fucking noisy and smell. it's just like fucking London I too many go dogs I want to go somewhere that's just like a bit of woodland outside Nottingham that's where I want to <laughs> go fake woodland that's yeah. what well there we go should we do some admin hands yeah we're on tour obviously up and down the country um, until 2023 lots of tickets available who knew throughout 2023 in yes, fact yeah exactly we've right. so we booked loads of stuff in for next year so yeah not all of it's on the website yet but keep an eye out and uh, come and see us if you uh, like I am doing the marathon on the 2nd of October um, so please sponsor me I I'm, will Thank you. I'm running for the wonderful charity Gingerbread, who support single parents. And what else are we doing, Ellie? Uh, I mean, there's a shop, but fuck it. Oh, you don't need to. I mean, it's fine. We, we barely get any profits. I think that it makes a loss now. So, you know, yeah. fine. <laughs> don't buy the mugs. Um, and uh, it's good business. Uh, oh, and if you want to buy my book, it's on paperback now. It's just come out in paperback, so it's cheaper and lighter. Uh, which is nice in a book uh, that's about it really yeah that's about it so oh. yes well thank you so much Lucy Porter I'm so glad we finally had you on the podcast oh, you've been a delight so glad I've finally been on and it's been such a pleasure thank and you and your show is called 
Wake up call. Wake up call. And it's got a jazzy photo of you jumping in your pyjamas. Pajama. Well, I'd, I'd worn pyjamas throughout the pandemic and mm. I thought, I'm not going to stop now. So I actually do the show in pyjamas and everything. Oh, that's a oh, fucking that's excellent brilliant. idea. Yeah, it's the loveliest costume what? I've ever had. Elasticated oh waist, yes, please. Oh, yes, we're yes. in like thrush giving gold cat suits <laughs> and you're in like cotton loose fitting things. Oh, oh, no thrush for me, thanks. No, no thank way. you. Oh, your, your vagina's in top nick then. <laughs> I don't even need to get a new one. Here we go. <laughs> Circle. Sorry, Bulgaria. You, Bulgaria. <laughs> no, thank you. Excellent. Oh, well, thank you so much for listening. Until next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Proves you haven't lost your mind as well. Just found a white feather on the carpet. <gasps> oh, it's a sad. It's a sign that there are cushions in this room. Yeah, yeah. Amazing There's scenes. too many cushions. That's yeah. if anything, yeah. too many cushions. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code Buttery. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.